0: You are listening to the Next Best Picture podcast, and this is Zoe Rose Bryant's interview with the star for the new animated film Charlotte, Kira Knightley. Do you paint happy
1: moments or just the sad ones? The sad ones always feel more true.
2: What is the function of art? Do not deform what is already perfect.
1: How can that be taught? Maybe not taught, but learned. Drawing is more of a hobby for Charlotte. Miss Solomon, I'm sure you appreciate how competitive our school is. There is the unfortunate matter of your race. I produced another one of my artistic deformities. Are you the girl? It's as though she wants something from death. You have no idea how hard a life in art is. Especially now. Can't go out there. They're rounding up Jewish men all over the city. Where uh, is ah! the Jewish swine? You'll pack light.
3: No one can think you're leaving for good. I'll find a way for us to be reunited. Hello, Charlotte. Welcome to France.
1: There's so much sun, so much light.
3: Don't forget how you were raised.
1: Britain and France have declared war on Germany. It's just life, Charlotte. It's nothing. Only by doing something mad can I hope to stay sane. I'm going to paint the story of my life. And I don't know how much time I have left.
2: Has someone made something like this before?
1: I'll put everything I have into it, everything beautiful and everything hideous.
3: To live for today and be hopeful for tomorrow. Which is what we are all doing here. What
1: matters is not that life loves us, but that we love life.
3: Hello everyone, this is Zoe Rose Bryan on behalf of Next Best Picture, and today I'm talking with Kira Knightley, who plays Charlotte Salmon in the upcoming animated film, Charlotte. Hello Kira.
1: Hello, how
3: are you? I'm good, how are you?
1: Yes, good. Thank you.
3: So I wanted to start by asking how much you knew about Charlotte ahead of time and what research you did about her, if any.
1: I did um I absolutely didn't know anything about Charlotte Solomon ahead of time. So I got the script and I, I was I was sort of just blown away by the story and then I looked up her paintings online. Um, and thought, my, they're so beautiful. And then was like, well, how come I've never heard of this person and I didn't know anything about this? And, and, um, and then I just thought that the idea of trying to tell this incredibly tragic story of this artist through the medium of animation um was was just really interesting um and a really exciting prospect i think you know i've got two very young kids so i feel like the only things i'm watching at the moment are you know kids animated films and and (laughs) stories with a lot of illustration and and i love them i think they're amazing and i had been thinking quite a lot that i wanted to see more for adults um you know so this sort of came around at exactly that that point and and it felt very exciting
3: that's wonderful. What did you think was most important about telling her story specifically, especially today?
1: Um, well, I think, I mean, her story is one of utter tragedy, um, and it was a difficult life, and, and then one of complete tragedy, because she was killed in Auschwitz in the Holocaust. Um, but I think what's extraordinary about the story is it's also one of um, incredible hope, because although she was living through a period in history where you saw the absolute darkest of of humanity, um, through that destruction, uh, she was not just experiencing and witnessing beauty, but creating incredible beauty and and, uh, still reaching for the light, even though she was living in this period of time that was so horrific. And I think that I thought what was extraordinary about the story, given its tragic nature, was how hopeful i found it um and how courageous and inspiring i found her you know i think that she was what she created was the best of humanity at a point where you're really seeing the worst um and and i i thought that that was it was a really extraordinary story because of that
3: yeah i think that totally comes through it's it's so inspiring to really see her put all her passion into her project in the end
1: Mm.
3: Um, what was your personal connection to charlotte
1: well, I didn't really have a personal connection, you know. I mean, like I was lucky enough to I've got the book. Um, so just after I said yes, uh, Julia, the producer, who is, uh, I mean, a, a Charlotte Solomon fanatic, you know, sent me the book, and it is—it's just such an extraordinary piece of work. So I mean, it, it's so beautiful. So I—I I think, I think it's just you know, I—I I think her work is beautiful. I think that her story should be uh, more well known, and her work should be more well known too. Um you know and and so I think it just it was a very exciting thing to to try and 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 make this film so that more people know about this this amazing woman and and her amazing talent.
3: I love that. Hello, this is Gary Chahot, welcoming you to check out the French History podcast. Our main show covers the history of France from the first humans until present. So, so this has been said as your debut in animation. Um, what was it yeah. specifically about this project? Like, what? why did you hold off perhaps on others and want this one to be your rousing debut into the medium?
1: Um, I thought it was really interesting that animation is normally kids' kids films. Um, Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I think before having kids, to tell you the truth, since being a child myself, I hadn't watched that much animation, you know, suddenly, I'm, I'm a mum. I'm watching animation all the time. Um, You know, so I I really like I now have an opinion about, you know, animated work. And I have like stuff that I love and people whose work that I love, whereas I, I didn't really have any clue before. Um, I mean, with this one, I think, again, just the fact that animation is normally for children and this one is very definitely for adults. I just think it's a really interesting thing when you use um, a medium that is known as a childlike medium or a medium that is mostly used for children. And then you put this incredibly grown up kind of story into the center of it. I I think that makes it super interesting. Um, I think, again, when, when you have a story that's about an artist and you choose to do it through animation. And, and the way that the animators have, have sort of reflected her work, the animation looks completely different than Charlotte's paintings. But there is a reflection of Charlotte's paintings within the animation, like the the, the choice that it's 2D instead of 3D, you know, which really reflects her her paintings have a very 2D. Um, and then the colour, the colourscape that they use within it. I just, I loved all that. I thought that was all really interesting and sort of textured. and And again, I mean, her story is a really it's a really tragic story but it's it's a real balancing act um between tragedy and incredible hope and i think actually with some stories that's very difficult to do in live action um and i i felt like it it would be a really interesting way of doing it through animation um i don't want to say an easier way that's not the right word but but um but maybe the right way to 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 deal with an incredibly difficult story like this um so i think all of that i was just really excited by it i was really excited by the prospect of this film i was really excited i wanted to watch it immediately you know um and then just as far as the technical thing of being an actress never having done any animation animation i mean i have done radio plays but like years ago so obviously it's very similar to that um it's, it's just a completely different way of working um and and was really exciting because of that i mean really obviously normally i convey a lot of emotion From my face and my body, and suddenly, you know, you can't do that. It's all got to be within the voice. So, the way that I said uh, the lines of dialogue in this, I I probably wouldn't have chosen to say them like that if it had been live action. But suddenly, you realise that you've got to put so much more of the emotional content into it because that's the only way that you've got, you know, to portray the emotion. And equally it's an incredibly collaborative way of working. Again, because, you know, I normally have control over the body, the face and the voice, you know, and suddenly not having any, you know, that was somebody else's department. So it had to be a real and there was a lot of discussion, um, about trying to get the right feel so that everything fitted together. And I, I found all of that really interesting.
3: Yeah, and that's that's really cool to hear because I feel like some people don't always understand how much work really goes into the voice work, like you were saying. And you mentioned the style too. How aware were you of what the film was going to look like when you were in like production and recording?
1: So we we didn't. It wasn't finished. So I think the animation was done mostly after we recorded the dialogue or the first uh, the first set of recordings for the dialogue. But they did have I don't know what the technical term would be, but whatever like like uh, like sketches of what the what the animation would look like. Um, and then they had some sort of more completed stuff. So we had various images, not necessarily moving of what they were intending it to look like. So we did know like what the intention, you know, what the intention was. But obviously, like the final thing, you know, it, it's so much more than we had because it was it was really just sketches at the when, when we were recording. So it was very exciting to see it when it was finally put together. Um, yeah, I, I think it's a very beautiful piece.
3: Um, yeah, that's wonderful. So what is your the most impactful scene in the movie, in your opinion?
1: Oh, my God. Oh, I don't know. All of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, I guess, I mean, when they leave, I guess, when they leave for the south of France, I found that incredibly moving. I mean, like, God, but, you know, I could honestly say that, and then I'm like, no, wait a minute, maybe. I don't know. I, I, fa- I find all of it incredibly moving. I find all of it just... Um, Yeah, but I suppose when they leave, for some reason, that leaving of your home, knowing that you can never go back and and thinking in some way that you're going to safety. And then, of course, like the south of France at that period of time, not being safety if you were Jewish. Um, So I think that was that that really resonated for some reason with me.
3: Yeah, I think that comes across, too. I wasn't familiar with her history either. So there's multiple beats where, you know, you think she's finally free and then another problem arises and it's just getting... So I, my last question I want to ask was, um, overall, what message um, do you hope the movie leaves people with?
1: I hope that the, le- the, the movie leaves people with a sense of hope and of the human spirit and the triumph of the human spirit. Because I think although this is a tragedy and this is a film where, you know, Charlotte Solomon was, was murdered by the Nazis in Auschwitz when she was 26. And there is there is that is utter tragedy. Um, I think what she managed to achieve uh, in the face of such destruction in the face of such darkness to create such light and such beauty um, and to to really show uh, her life and her spirit um, was nothing short of miraculous and showed utter courage um, so I I find the hope within that I, I really resonated i found incredibly powerful so i hope that that's what people get from it
3: that was beautiful thank you so much
1: thank you very much
3: yes thank you for taking the time to talk with me appreciate it best of luck
1: and you have a great day
0: thank you hey everyone thank you so much for listening to zoe rose Bryan's interview with the star for the new animated film charlotte kieran knightley here on the next best picture podcast Charlotte will be playing in movie theaters starting April 22nd in the U.S. and Canada and will be expanding from there. You have been listening to the Next Best Picture podcast. We are proud to be part of the Evergreen Podcast Network and you can subscribe to us anywhere where you subscribe to podcasts. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your feedback and your support, which you can also lend on over at Patreon. For $1 minimum a month, you'll get some exclusive podcast content from us.